if a woman's natural instinct is to protect his offspring, protect their offspring, and they deviate from that, wouldn't you say that something's fundamentally wrong? One in a million, a million, the one villain. Too hot to be in the kitchen. I'll end up melting the ceiling. This video is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Definitely, definitely disagree on abortion. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you should have led with, I brother. <laughs> I don't know if you want to get into that conversation. Uh, but uh, we can. All right, go for it. I got time. <laughs> all right, so to me, it's once once that becomes a viable life form inside of them then you have the duty to make like the doctor would have the duty to pull that viable life form out and try and give it life but before that i believe it's 100 percent the owner of that body's uh, responsibility so it's not so not you're not you're not making daddy, a, it's not. you're not making an argument that it's, it's her not. body you're just saying that she has ownership over it uh, well, yeah, it's it's her it's her body. It's just up until that viability, she can terminate that pregnancy. But once that viability hits, I think that that light has to come. Why? And I don't think she. Why viability? Um, because up up until that point, it it can't live without you. And so if you, I I'm a I'm I'm a proponent, not a proponent. I guess that'd be a bad. I'm in favor of if people want to commit suicide, I think they should be allowed to. I think we should give mental health way more financing than we do, and we should attempt to prevent it. But I don't think it should be illegal. And I think so. I think I mean, you know, if that woman. Do you think? Okay, I, I understand that you take the position that a child, up until the moment of viability, should the mother should have the right to terminate it. Okay, I, I get that you're saying that. Would you agree with me that even if you believe that, do you agree that that is the taking of a human life? Or would I think you... until it's viable, until it's viable, it's not necessary. I, that's where it's you know you're you're just looking at the the words of it, and it depends on how you want to define the words of it. Okay, because, because... I'm, we have to define what human life is, because yeah. Being viable, like being able to survive on your own, is that what makes a person a human, a, a human life or a human being? To me, that is, yeah, that, um, yeah, being able to survive as a human is what makes you a human. Okay, and so that you can, until so, then you're developed, I guess it would be a developing human, so you're not quite a human yet. So, as a personal life support who needs machines to survive and can't survive on their own, are they human? They... Um, interesting. Yeah, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, like, get you on a gotcha. I'm just... I, yeah, I would... I would say I don't want you yes, to give an answer but, just because you need an answer. I would, I would I would I would say yes but without you know human functioning capabilities. Like just the same as if, you know, me or you dropped that right now, I would still say that to you. But okay. But you have you have gone you have gone through that stage of being a human. I guess is the way I would look at it. Like once you're a human, you're a human. 
but until you're a human, you're not a human. Okay. Okay. So is a person who's been dead for 10 years, is that person still a human? I at that at that point they it's a past they were a human. Okay, because you said once you went through being human, you're a human. So yeah, they're no longer human. I mean, you. I it would be identified as human remains. So I guess it's it's a human, but it's not human life at that point. So I guess it's human, but not human. Life. And what makes it human? Because it when you're alive it's, versus when you've been dead ten years, you're fundamentally so different. Yeah, human. Well, human is just the, the species that you are in that life that you have. And a fetus you know, is not of the same species of human? It is not developed into the species yet. No. So what species is it? Because every every living organism belongs to some type of species. Some type of... So if it's not human, what is it? Well, it's just, it's just like, you know, your your blood cells are blood cells. They're not human. They're blood cells. It's, you know, it's zygote. So a fetus or... is... What category? What what category would you put it in? Like, is it blood cells? Is it what would you? It has its own DNA. It, it has yeah, its own. A lot of it's just clumps of cells. I mean, sperm cells have their you know DNA. That's but they're sperm cells. They're not human. But hum, it could be sperm, human sperm cells. Sperm cells don't have its own genetic code of human DNA. It's a part of the father. Like it shares the same genetic makeup of the father. Only when the sperm reaches the egg does it develop well, I, a new genetic code. Its own unique, well, distinct code. It, that, that, that's very much true. Just, just pointing it out, not like, it's not just obviously mutations happen and that's how we get evolution. So mm -hmm. technically there's mutations within it, so it's not the same. But that's a small technically just, just for the student side of me wants to get that out there. Yeah, yeah, fair. And anyway, um, but yeah, it's, it's to, so basically what it really comes down to, to me is up until that life is viable, I think that mother has the right to end her own life. And by ending her own life, it would end the potential life of that child. Okay. But once that, once that life becomes viable, I think she shouldn't be allowed to end her own life. I want to, I want to, I want to play a little, uh, a little game real quick. Uh, yeah. this, this is my first time bringing it up, right? And yeah. I, and to be honest, I like I had this abortion debates like back to back for like a whole like two months that just passed. So I'm kind of like exhausted on the subject, but uh, yeah, sure. I'm I'm curious, uh, just curious. Um, if a person had a baby, and let's say that this person gained the ability to travel back in time, and this person had a son. Who is now 20 years old but that 20 year old grew up to be a very disappointing 20 year old would you think it was wrong for that parent to travel back in time and kill the baby in the womb i don't i don't think it'd be wrong i think it'd be uh, let me let me let me let me phrase it this way, right? How old are you? Yeah. Uh, if you don't mind telling. 
Uh, I'm 31. All right, you're 31. If yeah, your one of your parents or your your mom got upset with you and y'all had a major falling out, and she had the ability to travel back in time and remove you from her body, would you consider that to be like effed up, or would you like? Would you like if she caught you at like three weeks, or if she just stopped your father and her from conceiving you? Would you consider that to be immoral? Would you consider that to be wrong? I don't think it would be immoral or wrong. I think personally, I'd be like, "Yo, that's fucked up." But <laughs> I, I think, I think from a general stance, I'd be like, "But I don't like." There's nothing. You're not. You're not actually like doing anything wrong. Like you're stopping two people from having sex. Like that's not like. But dude, you exist. Like, like dude, that's in that. Sucks, goddamn. Right, like you, you, you got dreams, you got goals, you got a life. Probably got, I don't yeah, know, you I got, got family. I got, I got Thanos now. Pretty much, and it's like, but you wouldn't consider that to be a moral, like to. I don't think it. I, I think the the reason for because you're disappointed in me or because we got in a fight would be pretty shallow. And... <laughs> not good justification but if it you know what i mean like i don't i don't i don't think it's wrong i mean what if she said you ruined I, her life like she should have never had you and like ever since she had you you've it. been you've been a disappointment and then she said i'm going to go back in time and i'm going to stop you from ever being born would you be like eh, it's fine as long as you do it before i'm viable i think yo mom that's messed up <laughs> you can go back in time <laughs> If you can go back in time, why don't you just walk out or something? Like, just don't deal with me. Like, just... would you consider that be? Would you consider that to be murder? No, I mean, if you if you go back in time and it's no, I still wouldn't consider it murder. Okay, so a person. I mean, who... unless 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 she walked up to the old version of herself and just like punched her in the stomach, you know, to in order to. And the pregnancy, then I'd be like, okay, that's 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 kind of murder. Okay, so it's not murder to take a person who's fully developed, got their own dreams, their own family, their own goals, a future ahead of them. It's not murder to go back and prevent that person from existing, and just to erase your existence, just to swipe all of that off the board. That's not you wouldn't consider that to be murder. Cause that's that's technically what happens when a person kills another person. They literally erase all yeah, they, they, possibility they, of that person. They the end their life. They end their life. There's still a memory of that person. There's still, you know, records of their existence. Where if you go back in time, that's complete erasure. Which yeah. I think is. Let me ask you a question. If you could, if you could travel, if you could time travel yourself, right? And you knew your yeah. mom was going back to erase your existence. Would you try to stop her? I'd tell her I'm going back to when she was born. <laughs> <laughs> Let's her and find out, Mom. You don't wake up on Tuesday. You don't know why. I, I just I just wanted to run the thought experiment. It's something that I was thinking about earlier. And I know different people are gonna give different answers. Like, but yeah. you know, uh we, yeah, we no, I just I, I think because the life isn't there. Like because you're not ending the life that's there because it's before that life exists. Not, not wrong to me. 
All right, let me let me let me let me try to take this approach. Are you religious or are you atheist? No, no, I'm 100%. Okay, I try to take this approach, right? Um, because I know a lot of uh, atheists will ask, like, how could you be against abortion and things of that sort, right? All right, um, mm-hmm. so the way I see it is, if there is no afterlife, if there, if this is all we have, and this is all we can confirm that we have then life is the most precious resource that we know exists in the universe. Humans have the potential to do things that no other species on our planet can do. And far as we know, we haven't proved alien existence in the universe, right? Correct. So I see human life as being the most valuable resource that we know exists in any form of existence right now. And I just don't feel... To me, I feel it's wasteful to destroy it, to rid that life form of any possibility of contributing what it possibly could have contributed to this human experience. Because, yeah, you took out that one life form, that seed and that sperm got together and you took it out in two weeks, right? But you'll never get anything like that ever again. That next kid you might have, it still wouldn't be that life. That life itself would never form. And I just don't see us being that wasteful for anything that important. And I, I just feel that it's a, a tragedy that we cut a, a life short for whatever reason, because we just don't know if that was the next Einstein. It could be the next Hitler, we, we, which is fair. But I think humans overall do more good than they do bad. And I'm just afraid that we're destroying something that will never get another chance to be, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. But I mean, there's, that's just like. And Fluffy Muffin makes a good point too. Cause that, that one life form could have created multiple life or generations after it. And that's a whole line of human existence that we just cut off from the face of the earth and it will never ever get another chance to be in. Totally. But I feel like that's the most pro orgy statement I've, I've heard in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like wow. once the, once the child is like, once the baby is conceived and we know that it's growing and it's going to be a healthy, uh, a healthy, like, pregnancy regardless if i was pro-choice or pro-life to me it's still a tragedy knowing that i just cut off a potential life form from this earth to me it's still a tragedy even if you were pro-choice to me it's that serious because i mean i don't i could be aborted like i could have i could have been a child aborted right which is fair and many yeah. people will say, oh, your family grew up poor. You grew up in the projects. You probably was going, you're just going to be a criminal. Many of y'all are criminals anyway. You're never going to do nothing with your life, which could be true. But here I am right here, right now, connecting with people, motivating people, inspiring people, having these deep conversations. And it's like, I don't want somebody who don't even know me to judge what my life is worth before I even get a chance to decide for myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, and, no, I... I... Yeah, it may, it makes sense, but it's still because to me, because you're in 
that body and you are not in control of that body i give dominion of that body to the person in control of it until you are viable because like i said i think she should be able until you're viable she should be able to end her life if she and then i mean realistically if we're you know if we're if we want to look at it like it's a life like, you know the, the reason the reason I, the reason i think it's arbitrary is because it's it's subjective right like some people put more importance on certain lives over other lives, right? Like, to me, if a guy, let's, let's say I'm the type of person is like, if your neighbor is annoying you and you can't sleep because you got to go to work in the morning, if you go over there and murder him, doesn't bother me at all. That's my moral. That, like, to me, it's fine. Let's just say hypothetically, to me, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Right? To somebody else, it's like, that's not right. Okay? Which one of us are right? Who gets to decide which one of us are right? Well, that's where the legislation has to be made. Okay, true. But there is no definite answer. It's just the people in power get to decide. Yeah. It's their opinion, right? Yeah. Okay. So when a person says, I think that this fetus is valuable once it's viable, to me, that's an arbitrary line. That's just an imaginary line that this person decides this is when I think it's important, right? Why is it that, well, no. okay, well, why do you think that viability should be a good place to start on when that life matters? Because if, if, it's, if it's viable, that means they can remove it from the mother at that moment in time and it can flip. She can say, I no longer want this baby and instead of abortion, she can just have it yeah but if she kills if she kills it while it's viable what's the difference from doing that versus if she killed it three months ago it's still a at the end of the day it's still dead well no it's it, if it if it dies during the procedure it could die during childbirth. You know, yeah yeah what i'm saying like I'm, what i'm saying is a if one plus one equals two right if the baby dies Three days before it's born, if the mother decides, take it out of me, get rid of it, or she takes something that kills the baby inside of her versus she mm -hmm. had an abortion at three weeks, you still end up with a dead baby. You still end up with a dead human life, right? Regardless. One plus one equals two. Same well, I, once again, I, I wouldn't agree with the term human life applies to everybody. But that deal, yeah. Okay, that life doesn't exist anymore, right? That life form doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. Same outcome. It doesn't matter what stage you kill it. It it, it doesn't yeah. exist. So what's the difference? At the end of the day, you end up with a dead life form. So why should I care if it's viable? Why should I care? If it's viable, because instead of just killing it, you could have removed it and it could have lived on. Yeah, but what, what yeah. if the mother says, I, I don't care about that? What if the mother says... I don't want that little thing out in the world. I'd rather just get rid of it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Legis the legislation should say once it's viable, you can't terminate, you have to remove it. Yeah, but why would yeah. we make legislation saying that that's the cutoff point? Like, what is what is a good... How do you convince somebody who has a different standard than you do on when that life is valuable? How do you prove that they're wrong? You would have to do it through the scientific method and through science, which is how we would have to determine exactly what that is. It might be a case by case basis. It might be 
but we we both know that science doesn't tell us how we should behave. It only tells us how the world operates. Well, that's, yeah, that's, we're not we're not asking it for how we're asking for when it was science. Okay, we're not asking how. If, if if science says the fetus is uh, viable at this stage, and this is when the baby can de- like survive outside of the mother, and the mother says, yeah. "Why do I care if it can survive with or without me? I want it. I want it. I don't want it to exist anymore." Shouldn't she have a right to say that? I don't think so. Based on what? Your opinion? Based on, based on that 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 life no longer needs her, so it can be removed from her and it can live. Where before it couldn't be removed from her, it solely needed her to live. Now it no longer needs her, so if she doesn't want it. It can be removed and it can still live. Okay, so you would make the argument that. If we somehow found a way to remove the fetus from the mom at any stage in life and let it grow outside of her, you would yep, then be, would okay be okay abolishing okay with banning, abortion. banning abortions full out, right? Yep. I appreciate your consistency. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I would say you know, work on work on better contraceptives, and you know, if you do want to end it, like we have the capability of keeping it alive that's the route that you should go yeah i just think that i just don't think we're justified to put a cutoff point it's like if it's subjective to everybody then i'd rather just err on the side of caution it's like you know what maybe we should let the life form decide like what its life is worth and valuable like to to me it's like the moment you decide to lay down and you do what you do or whatever and the baby is conceived i think that by default you're consenting to the possibility of getting pregnant. And I think you are, but that that's the issue is that to you know people in my position, we don't think abortion is wrong. So you're consenting to it, but you also think that if it does come to that, then you don't have to carry it because you think abortion isn't wrong. You know, in many cases you're kinda of going you're kinda of going out a little bit. Um yeah, you're moving away from the uh, phone. No, so what I was saying is that I think if you, um, you know, you consent to it, but at the same time you consent to it with the opinion that abortion isn't wrong, so that it's an option. So mm. you're you're not you're you're not consenting to carry that pregnancy, pretty much. You I... know that it's an option. But I think, like you said, if we could if we could develop a way to keep it alive and that way it doesn't have to draw from that mother, I think that's the best option. Why do you think that's the best option? Because I think that would allow for um well one it would we would have to have some sort of because then you would be benefit. arguing then you would be arguing that wait a minute. So this fetus is valuable at all stages, oh, but I never said it w- wasn't valuable. Okay, now yeah, I'm I'm getting the point. I'm getting to the point. Up. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. What you're essentially saying is the fetus is valuable at all points in its development, but because it's not valuable, then this woman has a right to destroy the ex- the existence of that life. Now, if it's valuable at every stage. 
why should we give the woman the right to destroy something valuable because it's in her body? Because we don't have a means to conserve that valuable nature without that woman. That the valuability of that relies entirely on that woman carrying that to birth. True, but our whole civilization relies on other people keeping it all going. And we all rely on so many other factors we can't even depend on. That doesn't give another person the right to come murder me, right? No, but that that fetus literally entirely relies on that woman. Like, as a child, you rely on your parents to feed you, do this, but... Do you rely you're on... Not, do you rely on the resources in your community, running water, um, the grocery store, all these things? I do. I do. And to me, that's that's the difference, though, is I rely on the grocery store. I rely on the fire department. I'm out on the West Coast, so we have a lot of fires. Yeah. I rely on, you know, pilots to bring me back to New York when I want to go home. But that's relying on a community where this fetus relies solely on that mother. Okay, let me ask you a question. You just you just brought up a good example, right? When you go on the airplane, you solely rely on that pilot. That pilot is incomplete. Not necessarily, though. How not? Well, one, I you know I rely on the stewardesses to serve me. I rely on the air traffic control to make sure everything's good. I rely on other pilots to make sure that they have their information turned on. But the only person who's going to get you there safely, the only person who's going to land that plane is the pilot. The only person that is going to fly that plane from A to B is the pilot. Fly and land it, yeah. Your journey from A to B and most of the responsibility is the pilot flying that airplane. He doesn't have to listen to air traffic control. He doesn't have to, you know, you don't have to get stuff from the stewardess or anything of that sort. But in order to get from A to B, that pilot has to fly that plane, right? Yeah. Now, if he just decides mid-flight, you know what? We should throw you out of the airplane. You solely rely on me right now. He shouldn't be able to throw you out of that plane mid-flight and kill you. But he, you... If you still, even though you're relying on him to fly you to that, you don't solely rely on him because you still, you feed yourself. You know what I mean? Like not you while snack, you're, you're putting, <laughs> not you, while you're, you're in that airplane. In your mouth, you're putting the food in your mouth. You go to the bathroom yourself. You, you know, if you want to join the Mile High Club, you do that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't, you don't need to ask the pilot for that. Like you know, it's not just you but, and the pilot. But all, you all to, of that you know is. All of that is dependent on him not crashing that plane. For example, the baby is doing stuff inside the mom's womb that she ain't got no control over. The baby is deciding to take in nutrients, is developing a heartbeat, is doing all of these different things that she ain't personally making happen. The baby is doing things outside of the mother's will, is she not? Like, you're doing stuff outside of the pilot's will while you're on the airplane, just like the baby is doing stuff that the mother is not willing for it to to do, right? But there's only one aspect that if the pilot stops doing, it changes. Like, if he stops flying, it's over then, with. yeah, you, you know, it's over with. But if he, that's that's the only thing. Like, where if the mother stops eating, you, st- you that baby stops eating the mother stops drinking that baby stops drinking like exactly. the mother stops sleeping 
that's what I'm saying. It solely relies on that mother where it's not a soul. You, like, you know, you could say then that. If that pilot <laughs> stops flying, you stop eating, you stop drinking. <laughs> you stop joining the mile high club. No, you, you, no you, got about, you got about a minute before that plane. <laughs> <laughs> But like you fighting this so hard. <laughs> well, because I mean, it's the same as you know, if a drunk driver is coming at you, it's not like he he doesn't he isn't solely responsible for you because you're still driving a vehicle. But yeah, but the only way that child know, is going to be born is if the mother decides to land that plane. The only way you're going to survive and get from point A to point B when you're in the air on that plane is if the pilot decides to land that plane. Your exactly. life is in it's, his it, hands at that point. It, it is, but I also decide that I want to keep breathing, that I want to consume food, that I want to do that. The mother is making all those decisions as well for that child. You're saying the mother is like, okay, now you can grow a heart. Now you can start developing brain activity. Now you, the mother is consciously making those decisions for that child, or is the child doing it on its own and using the resources Wait. from the mother's body to make it happen? That, well, that's the resources from. But aren't you that, using the resources on the airplane happen. that was provided to you by the airplane? You're using well, the bathroom I mean, the on the airplane. Is, is, the ox- is the oxygen provided to you from by the airplane? Is you know what I mean? Like I said, it if you bring a snack is. on, if you if you if you read a book, like is that really provided to you by the by the pilot? I mean, it technically Did the pilot is. give you that book. <laughs> they have the air filtration going through in the airplane to make sure that the oxygen is clean and everybody can breathe and stuff like that. I mean, if they took the doors off of that airplane while y'all was mid-flight, you wouldn't be breathing so well. That whole thing is constructed to make sure that you can breathe. Are you saying that you can do... Are you saying that you would be able to pull off that flight independently? No. Okay, neither can the baby pull out that flight independently on its own. It relies on the whole organism that the mother makes up to survive. And so do you to rely on all of the organisms that make up that airplane that has been put in their place for you to arrive safely at your destination. Nature designed, well, I wouldn't say intentionally designed, but nature made it to where a woman's body is made in such a way to land that plane for that child. I want to give a huge thanks to ExpressVPN for sponsoring this video. See, if you're anything like me and you care about your privacy, your security, and your data, then you definitely need to be using ExpressVPN. I'm not just saying that. I care about my viewers and I care about myself, which is why I use ExpressVPN. I was ignorant at one point. I used to think that using incognito mode would protect me from like big corporations collecting all of my data, selling it to these anonymous third parties who would like use it to manipulate me or to try to sell ads to me. But incognito mode doesn't protect me from that because my internet service provider can still see every single website I visit, which means they can see every single website you visit. But with ExpressVPN, they actually protect your data and they do that by rerouting your internet connection through their secure service, which allows you to visit any site you want and be anonymous. Not only is that the case, but they also keep all of your information secure by encrypting hundred percent of your data with the most powerful encryption services on the market. Most of the time you don't even realize it's running in the background. 
ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, phones, computers, even your smart TVs. So it's really no excuse why you shouldn't be using it. On top of that, if you watch different streaming services like Netflix, then ExpressVPN will allow you to have up to 94 different IP addresses in different countries, which will give you access to shows that you don't even have available in your own country. So why not give it a try? Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash Javier, and you can get three extra months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Javier. Expressvpn.com slash Javier to learn more. And she is completely abandoning ship on her mission. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that. The mother's, you know, the one that lands that. I'm just disagreeing with that analogy because I don't think like it's the the same because the mother is responsible for everything, like literally everything. Where so providing is, everything. And where so that, is the airplane. Not the, the airline company. Yeah, but that's once you're in the air. Then, then again, it's it's not even that because, like I said, you know, you got the air traffic people. That's that's not the company. That's you know the is that federal? I don't know. If that's I, federal. I mean, when I when I'm making this comparison between the mother and the pilot, that's one person who determines whether you live or die that day. It's only one person who has the power to end your life that day, to remove all resources, I mean, remove all further future plans. All of that is on that one person. But that's that's literally everybody at any given time. Anybody driving down the road can decide to, you know, like like we've said, a drunk driver. Like that one person can decide can remove your future. Yeah, but even if like if you got into an altercation with the pilot in the air, you couldn't really defend yourself because you still need him to fly the plane. At the end of the day, a drunk driver, you can probably try to swerve out the way. You can like, you know you get emergency help or whatever. But when you in the air, if that pilot came at you and you needed to defend yourself, you could literally kill yourself by killing the pilot. Right? Yeah. So I would think that, yeah, there are other factors going on at the time, but the pilot is the sole person in that situation whose whole life you rely on. Nobody can destroy you utterly but the pilot flight control can lose their minds and like go on vacation for three months while y'all on airplane, the flight attendants can decide that they don't want to work no more. They quit aboard, but nobody in that situation can give up. Like the, the everybody in that situation can stop doing their jobs, but the pilot and you will still probably land safely. Right. Yeah. But I would, I would still be able to function as a human, even if, you know, everybody else but the pilot. All right. <laughs> I, I, doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I let the I like, let Yes, the, yes, I abs- I absolutely need the pilot to land that plane, but that that's you know, that's the, the same as, you know, if you take a bus or anything, like the person who's driving it's in control. Exactly. Not, and the baby needs but the not mother fully to in land control the plane. of your life. I mean, but that's that's not that's not the disagreement we have. It's like the disagreement we we have is that I think the mother is solely responsible for everything to do with that baby's life. You you know what's worse? And I what, don't. What what's worse about it is 
the baby is like, wait a minute, you put me here. You allowed me to get here. The pilot didn't even force you to buy an airplane ticket. The mother was like, I'm finna behave in certain actions. And the baby didn't ask to be there. It was put there. If it was a human life to me, that would be messed up to get rid of. But because I don't think it's a human life yet, I think it's fine to get rid of. All right. I appreciate you defending that. Uh, uh, Someone says, so where does the father's input allow? Uh, Fathers don't get an input. Do you think fathers have any say? I I I think if it's clearly stated early on that uh, the father would prefer an abortion and the mother wouldn't, that I think the father should be able to relinquish his rights to. Father. What about what about the other way around? What if the father wants the child but the mother doesn't? Then I then until we have a way to carry that child without the mother or to switch it into the father, it's it's the mother's choice. It's, like you know, her, but that's but know, that's still his child. Her body, her he choice. he may not be carrying it, but that's his child, right? It's, it ain't his body though. Okay, it ain't. Okay, it ain't her body either though. You agree to that, right? Like she got two. She got two heads. She got well, no, twenty feet. It's, it's like, I mean, twenty toes. Her body. So it's not her body, but it's a body inside of her body, right? Yeah. So doesn't that body belong equally to her and him? Because it's half his. He's just not carrying it. But that body inside of her is half his, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, that body inside is half his, but it's still inside of her body, and she has dominion over everything inside of her body. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I almost <laughs> if if you could if someone you know we talked about time travel earlier. Yeah. If so, if someone could shrink themselves down and crawled inside of you, do you think the only way to remove them should be to keep them alive? All right, I think the proper if they're way... unwilling unwillingly inside of you. Okay, the, pro- the, the proper yeah. way is to say if I shrunk them down and put them inside of my body, <laughs> right? Is that the right way to say it? See, I wouldn't say it that way because it's. It's, the baby, it's the baby not, got there because of something she did, right? Not because of something the baby did, because of something she did, right? But it's it's still not a human life, so that's where it makes it different. But what I'm saying, your it's, your, it's, your analogy was if somebody could shrink down and put themselves inside of me, it's like I would have to shrink them down and put them inside of me. That changes the whole the morality of well, the situation. Then, right? then let's 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 avoid that that fence and say let's say someone else put them inside of you. Did I let the other person put them inside of me? No, you were unwilling, and the person inside were unwilling. Some weird human centipede. (laughs) Okay, that's different then. Neither one of us. Neither one of us. In that situation. I mean, if they don't want to put it inside of me, why would they put it inside of me? No, I'm saying some evil, you know, whatever, evil doctor. We talked about time travel earlier, all right? Some evil doctor wanted to see what happened, shrunk a person down, put it inside of a different person. Mm-hmm. What do you think should happen in order to remove that person? Because it's not going to happen like a, you know, like a birth where it would naturally come out like a birth. Um, yeah. Do you I, think that the, the, ma- the bigger body would be the one with the say, or do you think they have to listen to the little body person? 
No, I would say, hey, uh, if I can, if I'm in control of the situation, and I know that that person inside of me has every intentions on getting out, and it wouldn't harm me for them to come out, like it wouldn't kill me, I probably let them. I, I probably let them get out. You know, I, I just like okay, I have to go through this, but I'm not gonna kill. I'm not gonna kill a person, especially if I don't have to. It's like I don't have to do this. Nobody, okay. nobody forcing me to destroy it. It's like it, here's the thing that gets to me the most. Do you do you not think that a woman's natural inclination is to protect their children? Shouldn't that be like most women love their children and protect their children? We see this all throughout nature. Most women is built into them by nature to protect their offspring. Am I wrong? To a very large extent, yes, but they will also often choose one of their offspring to go if it has to happen. Yeah, like I know a cat, like if a baby <laughs> is like deformed or something, they might like eat the baby or something. But like, yeah, or, or any any prey species getting chased will, you know, if they don't think they're both going to make it or multiple are going to make it, they'll kind of yeah. kick one of their babies to the side. But yeah, yeah, for the most part, definitely, I think women are inclined to protect their children, which I think is part of why I think abortion is partially fine. Obviously, to that potential to me, child, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely I, a negative. But I don't see how you get there. Like, if a woman's natural instinct is to protect his offspring, protect their offspring, and they deviate from that, wouldn't you say that something's fundamentally wrong? Like, usually when people deviate from, like, their natural state, we consider that to be like like a mental health problem or something of that sort. Like that you're not you're not well, functioning it, in the way that like the average or the most normal people function, right? Or at least the way nature intended it. Which I think for the most part, a lot of I guess I couldn't say the most part. I think a lot of abortions are done when they think the timing isn't right and so that kind of is not kind of that is pretty much the same thing as obviously like i said it's you know for that potential child it's extremely negative because you terminate that potential child but for future children it has a benefit mm. just like i think Yeah, I, I I guess I would say it like that. But but they don't know not, that they don't know that though, right? Like like no woman who has an abortion can determine the future, right? They they taking a gamble, right? It's like yeah, but I mean that's every everything in life is a gamble. Yeah, but when it comes to protecting your offspring, I mean to say I might have offspring in the future, and I need to protect them by killing this offspring now which the offspring that I might have in the future may not even exist or may never come to fruition. That that sounds like, to me, that's a little, I mean, I mean I'm trying my best, but to me, that's I, a little I don't think warped. I don't think it's as clear cut as obviously just going out and, you know, mama bear and fighting something that's trying to hurt your offspring. But I think it's not, it's not too crazy to believe that that is almost, not, not even almost. That is that same line of protective motherhood and thinking that I want to give the best 
you know, opportunity to my offspring when I have them. Yeah, but you're not giving the best of your offspring because this offspring, you're you're killing it. For, you don't even have a chance one, to get the best. It, 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 it's over. This one's game over. This one, it's, <laughs> that one is definitely a negative. Negative effect. This offspring did not get helped by this. You know, all right, if, if, if you saw me getting ready to saw my left arm off and you was like, what you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to saw my left arm off because one day they might have like uh, robot arms and I want to go ahead and prepare myself in case that day comes so that I can attach a robot arm. Please. Right, you but wouldn't, you wouldn't I be would like, say, I would, I would say to you, hey, dude, why don't you wait for that day to come and then do it? You can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't do that with the baby. You can't be like, hey, I'm not ready to provide for the baby right now, but in ten years maybe, and I'd be like, hey, why don't you wait for ten years to make that decision? You know what? I, I, like that, I, it, how about this? Raise the kid until they <laughs> ten, and then <laughs> if that day comes, do what you gotta do. Let's see. Let's see how that play out. We're sending, right. we are, we're sending life to Mars. <laughs> Whole bunch of ten-year-olds. Yeah, like, <laughs> but you would think something was wrong with me, though, right? <laughs> like you're finna cut off your arm for yeah, something that may what, not even happen one day. You but, that's, to... but that's what I'm saying. It's different because you have an opportunity to wait. I'm saying take that opportunity. Don't don't cut <laughs> she, that off right she now. She got an like... opportunity. She got an opportunity to have the kid and hope for the best. Maybe in ten years from now, she'd be in a better position and can still take care of the other kids too. That's a possibility as well. It is. It is. It, but it's it's her trying to. It's like we said. It's a gamble. It's her. You know, you're making that gamble that, that new robot arms right around the corner. She's making the gamble that her future life will be able to prevent her. You know, but you want to think something was wrong with for motherhood. <laughs> was, hey, I mean, you want to think something was wrong with me? You wouldn't say, "Hey, we might need to put this guy in the mental hospital." He's he. It's not normal for a human to try to cut off their arm in hopes that they will get a robot arm one day. Just as it's not normal for women to sacrifice their offsprings for a hypothetical future. That's not the normal. It, most women don't do it, that. Well, no, most most women don't do it, but it's not abnormal to think, hey, I'm, you know, anywhere it, from, you know, 14 it's to 25 right now. It's me literally... A deviation from the stable. normal, so it's not normal. It's abnormal. It's a deviation from the norm. That's exactly what abnormal is. That having an abortion is not the norm for most women in the world. So yeah. women who do have abortions are deviating from the norm, which you have to ask the question. That's abnormal. What's going on here? This is not the natural state of women. So something must be wrong mentally for a woman to want to destroy their offspring. You, like, so then you think there's something mentally wrong with lesbians to not want to have offspring? It's one thing to say, I don't want kids. It's another thing to have one growing inside of you that you know is but developing what, into a full human being. And I would like, definitely say, yeah, it's a, it's a stronger attachment but wouldn't you say it's still like just like you're saying like you know mo mothers naturally are drawn to their children like so well, mothers are naturally something wrong with lesbians if they're 
that's when they have offspring, they want to protect it. You can't protect something that doesn't exist. But once they know that so they then, have an offspring, their natural state is well, to want to protect it. So then wouldn't the people who are pro-abortion or get abortions just not feel that it's an offspring until it's born? And then it's not really a violation of their natural okay, want that, to protect then, their offspring? Okay, if they don't feel like it's an offspring, I would also argue that something is wrong. Because for majority of history and most normal women understand that they are developing, like their offspring is developing inside of them and accept that well, as a baby. Well, that's the thing. It's, 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 it's developing. It's not their offspring. It is their offspring. Just like Their egg and the it, sperm has literally merged and started a life. That's what you consider to be offspring. It doesn't become offspring once it, it's born. But that's what I'm saying. It, it, it kind of it does kind of like that becomes your child once it's born. Like, I mean, Life people still say they lost conception. their child. Life begins at conception. That. That's scientifically, that's the scientific consensus right now. That science, even most pro choice advocates agree that life begins at conception. There used to be an argument that pro choice life, uh, pro choice people used to say that it's not a life. And then, Science said it is a life, and now they had to shift the goalpost to viability. But they, because the, I, I, it might have, it might have even been one of your previous videos. You might have pulled this up, and I went and looked into it, and it was. The, I think even the guy who wrote the opinion said it was a mischaracterization of it, and that he's not saying it's you know once again it's a word thing where it's, it's not human life, but like human life from a societal sense, not from. A scientific definition of human, you know, what I mean, like it's not science it's doesn't not have our... a definition of human life. The only thing science can say about human life is it has a, a human DNA a genome, and it belongs exactly. to the species so, of human, which a which a a, a, a fetus has. Exactly, exactly. So, so it must be human that's, life. That's that's human life in science, but that's not human life in societal terms. Which like, one is right? Like science, which deals with objective truths about reality, or people's but that's opinions. Where it's, it's, it's not. It's not an opinion versus science thing. It's a definition thing. Just like, you know, my sperm is is human life. It's human and it's life. It scientifically would be described as human life, but science societally would not be a human life. Or an egg would be scientifically, you know, that's a human egg, and it's it's got life. It's alive. It it's a have live its, cell. It doesn't have its own human genome. It doesn't have its own distinct genetic code. It's a part of that woman because it's a part of her DNA. But once it forms its own DNA, it becomes a separate entity in its own, a separate human life. But I would say that's more of a societal definition of it because science would just look at it as that's another grouping of cells within that woman woman that is distinct from that woman but you know it's, it's got its own you're stretching you're stretching no that's that that would that's that's the way i look at it for sure is that that would be like i get what you're saying but that would be that's why i'm saying it's it's just a word it's a word thing that causes a lot of the issues. I just think that 
a society that has to debate on whether or not women should have their kids or not is an unhealthy society. I think that something is fundamentally wrong where women believe that the best course of action is to destroy their offspring. That means we have so that, failed in society. Oh, we have massively. I definitely think that society is pretty bad and we should, you know, we want to revisit abortion when society is, you know. Like if you, if you came, dream. if you came in mm -hmm. and saw me about to chop my arm off for my future robot arm, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you had to debate me about why it's not a good idea for me to cut my arm off. You would agree. What the hell is going on here? I'm trying to convince you not to cut your arm off. It's, it, it feels kind of weird that I have to try to convince a woman not to kill her offspring. That's how it feels. It's like I have to go through philosophical leaps and bounds and, you know, try to argue the science of it so you will protect the seed growing inside of you, which you should naturally want to do on your own. To me, that's how it feels. It's like I'm trying to stop somebody from cutting their arm off. And it's like, how are we even having this debate? Right? Which, I mean, I, yeah, no, I, I totally understand. It's, you know, the it's best just argument, the people who. The, and I'm going to let you, I'm going I'm to let you finish. The best yeah. argument that I think pro choice people have is utilitarian. To make the argument that we think it's better that women have abortions because it creates a better future for that woman or a better society based on, but you cannot argue it's based, it's about that child. You cannot argue that it's better for the child. You cannot argue no, no, like that I, it's like not I said, killing it's, that's, it. It's game over. It's that child lost. That was, that was an L. It took the L. Yeah. Basically, and yeah. long and sometimes I can't even get people to accept the fact that, yo, call it what you want, but you are sacrificing that child for something else. And you're saying that it's best for this child not to live for something I believe is more important. And that is a utilitarian argument. And I think even though I disagree with having that take, I think it's the most justifiable position to take when it comes to abortion, that we believe that the taking of this life is justified based on the outcome that we're trying to reach. But I can never get people who are pro-choice to make that argument because it comes off as insensitive or, but to me, that's the only justifiable argument I could see. And then we would be arguing about what's the best outcome for society. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. See, to me, it's just, it's whatever that woman wants up until that life's viable. If she wants to abort on a Thursday because she's trying to go to the beach on Saturday, that's, that's fine with me. Uh, what if, so. I mean, what if we decided that aborting women who abort their children, we just call that abortion? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just playing. But, no, nah. nah, but that's and I, I would, I would also, like, I'm I'm not opposed to necessarily even, you know, implementing like a, hey, like if you want to get an abortion, you're going to sign this agreement and say you can never have kids. And we're going to, you know, sterilize you. I'm, I'm not opposed <laughs> to, you know, like that's, you know, I'm not going to champion that cause, but yeah. I'm not like, you know, that's crazy. I I'm, mean, yeah, crazy. I'm just trying to figure <laughs> like, out. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out. 
how we got to a point where we have to argue about this. So something is broken in society that needs to be fixed. Because I, I would assume that any woman, whether they wasn't ready for a child or not, feels confident enough in society that even if they have that kid, things are going to be all right. And that's where we oh, need yeah, to which get. There's totally no way that that's, you know, even remotely close to the case that most people think that way. Yeah, I just think that society has put a major emphasis on women going out and becoming very successful in the in the workplace. That being successful in the work environment is more important than like starting a family. To where so many women feel like it's more important to achieve. Well, it's it's six. almost hand in hand. You almost have to go and you know create you know, job experience and elevate yourself in the workforce so that you can, you know, gain some time off to yeah. have a child. And then, you know, you can, because if you're, you know, entering the workforce at 30 because your kids are now in, you know, middle school and don't need a, you know, a day-to-day -day babysitter, like you're, you know, what are your chances of really elevating high and Yeah. I was, um, do I, I was reading the communist manifesto and by Karl Marx and his buddy mm -hmm. the other day. And one of their critiques of capitalism is that capitalism put work over everything else. Like pro productivity is more valuable and important than the family, than anything else. Now, mm -hmm. I'm no communist and far from it. I don't necessarily agree with communists on many, pretty much anything. But there is a, a, a level of truth to that fact of it is that productivity, we have organized our society to being the richest and the most wealthiest and the most productive that yeah. we have literally sacrificed so many other things in order for that goal. And, yeah. and I just, I just don't know how to fix it. I like capitalism. Um, I think it's a healthy well, I balance. Think that's, I think that's the universal basic income where you, but I think that's, you know, it's got to, like, I, to me, I think, I think there's a lot of jobs that could be done in mass, but like, mm -hmm. I don't know how you would set them up because I don't want to have necessarily government running these things. But I think like, you know, people were on a, you know, a stationary bike can power electricity. Mm. Not going to power, you know, that much. They can put in, you know, I like, I don't want it to be like a slavery thing where they're in there, you know, slaving away, but you come in, you know, you provide electricity. One, it, you know, helps with climate to it. You know, it's people actually working and you get a, you know, as long as, you know, you're looking for a different job, you do that. Or, you know what I mean? Like you make, you know, you, you do something as long as you're doing something, I think there should be a, basic minimum income level and i think that allows for a lot of growth was, for a lot of the, people. the the thing about the universal basic income that always made me like just question what the hell are we talking about is the fact that the government doesn't have any money the government takes money from us so it's like the government taking our money and then saying hey we're gonna give you a thousand dollars back every month and it's like, well, that's where you have, you, you have to make sure you're 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 taken from the wealthy. That's where you know that's where you have to. Why is everybody always willing to sacrifice the wealthy? Individuals. 
Right. Because, well, like you said, the capitalism and profit is also turning it into production. How do you yeah, but at the same, is you? I don't, I don't know. But at the same time, like these are the same people who are literally creating all the jobs. These are the same people who are coming up with new ideas and new technologies and driving life to be better for everybody overall. And to say, go ahead. uh, They are, but at the same time, you know, you know, I'm not saying, obviously this is, you know, a bit of a exaggeration, but you know, if the person that's, you know, holding you hostage is giving you cheese, you can't be like, Oh, he's giving me cheese though. You know, if there's two of them and one of them gives you cheese, you can't be like, that one gives me cheese though, so we but can't they, question they, him. They're giving us more than cheese. Like I don't know. Like coming from where I come from, I've I've learned to appreciate how amazing some of these like entrepreneurs are. Like the fact that so many of us have AC in our cars in our house. I love AC. I hate being hot. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. And oh, like yeah. the just the amazing technologies that all of these people are out competing and trying to create the best value so that you'll go out and buy their stuff. It's like. I wouldn't want it any other way. And like, I don't think it's cheese. To me, there are vital lifeline to the most of the privileges we 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 appreciate to this day. Yeah, I would I would say I disagree with that last point though, is that the um people wanting you to buy their stuff like is a great motivation. I I think people wanting to improve the human condition should be the greatest motivator. Hey, hold on real quick, you know what I mean? Hold on real quick. Go ahead. All right, I'm back. Uh, yeah, I'm going to wrap it up soon. Uh, uh, Got to go eat dinner. But uh, <laughs> well, uh, Fossil Space say cheese be good. <laughs> <laughs> I had to laugh at that. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I'm going I'm to let you make a final point, and then uh, we're going to wrap it up there. But uh, I appreciate you uh, coming on, man. I've been, I've been wanting to get you on for a while to have a conversation, so. Uh, yeah, no, um, final point is I just I think people should be better to each other and I I think you know we're here for like a hundred years so what we do in that hundred years is could have more of an impact than anything else so it's you know try and actually have an impact on the world that's going to last longer than you do and that's my message to the world amen brother amen y'all drop an amen in the comment section if you're new to the chat and you ain't hit the like button yet make sure i hit the like button i appreciate you coming on brother and we will hopefully do this again i'll be doing more calling on live so let's keep the conversation going so make sure if you disagree with me on something or something you want to discuss write it down or something like that and we can discuss later all right right. thank you for the conversation brother no problem you take care you too one in a million, a million, the one villain. Too hot to be in the kitchen. I'll end up melting the ceiling.